We gather on All Souls Day and we do so to remember our loved ones who have died and especially here today we gather with many of you who lost loved ones in the past year. And as you were there at the funeral home, as I was just at the funeral home a few months ago after my own mother passed, people came by and they greeted and they offered consoling words and thoughts and prayers. And one of the common phrases that I heard, and that you probably heard too, was this one. I am sorry for your loss. I am sorry for your loss. A few months ago, back during the summer, so maybe three or four or five months ago now, I was catching up on a TV show that I like to watch but often don't get a chance to do so during the time in which it's actually running and I wait for it to come out on Netflix. And the show is called Blue Bloods. It's a very good and uplifting show and every one of them ends with the family at the table and they're praying and discussing life. And what struck me in one of the episodes was a comment that one of the characters made that they experienced the death of someone and another one of the characters came to them and said to them, I am sorry for your loss. And the person just blew up. Of course, they were right in that moment after the death of their loved one. But just really responded and said, how can you say you're sorry for my loss? Because to say they're lost means that I will find them again. What that person didn't understand was that they were completely wrong. Yes, they are lost, but they will find them again. That's what we believe in faith. That character did not understand the resurrection. They didn't understand the promise of eternal life. Because when someone says to us that they are sorry for our loss, it is a profound statement of faith and belief. Because it's saying they're lost now, but we will find them again in the kingdom of heaven. And that's what we hope for, and that's what we pray for, and that's why we gather and pray for our beloved dead. I'm sorry for your loss, but I think that even though they might be lost from us right now, that often we can find them even now in our daily lives. For example, they might be lost from us now, but maybe after their death there was some sort of treasure or memento that we have from them. And because of that, whenever we see it, we're reminded of them. And so we find them in that treasure or in that memento. We can also find them, for example, they're lost, but we can find them maybe in some of the memories that we have. And so when those memories come to mind, there they are in our mind and in our heart that we found them again. I know just a few days ago I was driving in Green Bay and as I was going about I went by one of the grocery stores, a pick and save. And I have a very distinct memory that on one Friday I went to pick and save. My mother had ordered fish dinners from the deli and I brought them and we had a meal. And as I drove by that pick and save that day, 
couldn't help but remember that memory. And so, yes, loss, but found in memory. They are lost to us, but we can find them every time that we visit a cemetery. And that's why during the first eight days of November, it's so important that we go and we pray for our loved ones, that we pray for our dad, because God wants us to do it. The church offers an indulgence for those who do that very action. But every time we go to the cemetery and we visit their gravesite, we find them again. That though they are lost, they're not with us physically. We find them in that place, at that grave from which God will call them forth on the last day, on the resurrection of the dead. And so we find them. We also find them, they're lost to us, but we find them when we gather to celebrate the Eucharist that we do, the Eucharist that we celebrate tonight, the Eucharist that you have when you offer the Mass intention for your loved one, that even though they are lost and they are separated from us, we find them when we celebrate the Mass because what we believe happens here at the altar of the Lord is that it is a glimpse into heaven, that what happens in heaven is this eternal praise of God. And the Mass affords us an opportunity to glimpse into heaven as we join the angels and the saints in singing that hymn, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And so when we gather around the altar of the Lord, when we have Masses offered for our beloved dead, we are participating in their praise of God in heaven, that they are with us. So they aren't lost. Yes, separated, but yet we are united in the celebration of the Holy Mass. That statement that we heard in our time of mourning and time of loss, I am sorry for your loss, is a very profound statement. It offers hope and encouragement to all of us who gather here tonight in faith that even though they are lost, we will find them again. And let's hope that their names were found in the book of life and that our name will be found in the book of life. Let us live our lives now here on earth worthy of that kingdom so that we will be reunited with our loved ones who have gone before us, and that they will be lost no more, but that we'll be found together for all eternity.